Jiraiya's pretty passionate about the stuff that he hates. He's sometimes more passionate about things he hates than things he likes. He, Almost all right, the time, yeah. actually. Alright. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Last Ones in Podcast. I am Jiraiya Archuleta, joined today by E. Hello. And there's no Robbie this week, uh, so instead we called in a ringer. We got Rocky from across the country. Our second choice. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been since you've been on the podcast? Uh, it's been a long time. At least uh, a few weeks, you know? At, at the very least, I think. At For, one or yeah. two days, at the very least. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we can boil it down to minutes, even. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you guys were talking. It was like the Star Wars episode was the last one you were on. Yeah, yeah. That, man, so. that was a long time ago. It's a long-ass time ago. At least two weeks. It feels we like a different disease. podcast at this point. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. It really does. It really does. Yeah. I've only been here for a second. It just doesn't even feel like, <laughs> like what it used to be. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I just brought this movie because I like it a lot, and I know E hasn't seen it. I I've can... never even heard of this movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. I don't, I don't know if this is a real movie. It's Quite a real frankly. movie. It was made by uh, Denis Villeneuve, who is most well-known for his Dune films at this point. He did Dune Part 1 and 2. Uh, he also did Blade Runner 2049, so there's that. So I have seen this movie now two and a half times. <laughs> uh, e, you've never seen it, obviously. I just saw it. Okay, well, now you've seen it. Uh, Rocky, you had never seen it before this, right? No, we're going to watch it, though, right? Yeah, we're about to watch it. Oh man, I guess the format's changed a little bit. We're gonna be right back. <laughs> I did. I watched it. I watched. It. Yeah. So this was your first outing. That's good. So I'm gonna get some of the stats and stuff out of the way. If you want to watch this, if you don't want to go out and buy a physical copy because you're a youngin, you can watch it on Netflix, Paramount Plus, YouTube Prime Time subscription, whatever the fuck that means, uh, Google Play, Redbox. And Voodoo for three ninety nine and up. We watched the Blu-ray physical of it. It is rated PG thirteen for brief, strong language, and it is one hundred and sixteen minutes long. Came out in twenty sixteen. I haven't read the back of the box, so I'm gonna hold off on that. It looks like it's just a bunch of praise and like telling people awards happened. So I'm gonna hold off on that for a minute. I'm gonna go ahead and start with E here. Hello. I uh, I have a feeling I know how E feels about this. But we're gonna we're gonna try it anyway. Hey E, what'd you uh initial thoughts? What'd you think of this? This movie's weird as hell. Yes? Yeah? <laughs> it's a it's a weird ass movie. It's like so many different ideas kind of meshing together. Um I have a feeling linguists probably love this movie. I would imagine actually, yeah. <laughs> I think that's their target demographic, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know, it's so weird. I, I think this movie's too long. I always say that, though. You, so like You say that about a 10-minute film. <laughs> I, yeah. It could have been nine. <laughs> I, I watched, like, an episode of Adventure Time. I'm like, oh, you know, they could have cut off 10 seconds, probably. <laughs> uh, it's it's really long. I think it's so slow at the start. I think it picks up pretty all right in, like, this, this, this last third of the movie you'll pick up. Okay. Um... It's it's neat though. Like I actually dig a lot about it. Um there's a 
it's it's just such a unique kind of experience. I don't think I've ever seen a movie go for what it's going for. Um, with the disclaimer of I think I've seen four movies that have aliens in them, and one was Chicken Little. So and one was Scary Movie Three. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I don't I don't have a lot of experience with this 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 genre. Sure. Uh, I think the like most interesting thing about it is like the first half is shot and scored like a horror movie. Yeah. And then it drops that, which is a really bold decision, honestly. Yeah. It's it kind of goes a little bit all over the place, I would think actually. Or I feel that way anyway. Yeah. So uh that's that's kind of what I get at is it's like a weird experiment of a movie. Okay. Okay. Rocky, what are your thoughts on this? Well, you know, I've always liked um I always I always felt like uh M Night Shyamalan got a bad rap. So I was like I was impressed. You know, the water scene was a little bit weird. <laughs> you watched cool. signs. You watched signs is what you did. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> uh, no, in all, in all honesty, it was eh, I don't know. I really don't know how I feel about about it to be honest. Um there's just some things I really hated. I really hated like like the beginning. I really really hated like the setup like for the this arrival movie. of the aliens. Um yeah, kind of when they're doing like that saying like the base for the backstory of these characters too, like who they are prior, which is like 2 minutes of service to that. Yeah. yeah um, it's not much. I hated, I hated it so much. And then, hey, um, look, this character has a daughter. All right. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> pretty much and then <laughs> and that's just kind of getting into it and then there's other things i really hated and then i was like okay it's okay and then i really hated the the ending <laughs> so i guess i kind of hated the movie oh um, <laughs> i think that's what you're expected my opinion to be i think it is actually <laughs> uh, I, I mean some of it was good the alien stuff was good yeah like looking at the aliens really interesting aliens but I don't, I don't think I like it. No, <laughs> I'm interested to delve uh, more into that. Actually, yeah. I feel like he just said his piece. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. He hated the star. <laughs> he hated the middle part. He hated the ending. He hated the... hangs up on the yeah, call. Sends a flipping off emoji. <laughs> I mean, I'll stick around, but it's it's mute for me the rest of the conversation. <laughs> so. Oh man. Okay, uh, I really like this movie. Yeah. I think this is in a genre of movie of like people being way smarter than me and making me feel real dumb kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's up there with like a Big Bang Theory, I think. Yeah. Yeah, right up there. <laughs> Just man, this and Sheldon, one and one. Um, no, I think this is kind of like in like for me the same tone and maybe like the same style of Interstellar. Yeah, I think that's one of the most similar movies to what this is. Like, very dry and very smart people saying smart things in really stupid ways to make me feel smart, even though I know I'm not smart. That's kind of, like, what this is the genre of. And it is just about the arrival of aliens. It's not... I mean, it it does get more complicated than that. But that's the base premise of the whole thing, is that aliens arrive and how Earth reacts to that arrival. Which, I mean, unsurprisingly, I think... act humans react humanly about it angry and aggressive <laughs> but yeah i don't know i like this movie a lot i think it's pretty fun i also like amy adams and um i can't jenner 
Jeremy Gene. Renner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had both of them in there, but I couldn't figure out how to split it. Yeah, Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, and Forrest Whitaker in here. Uh, doing what I would consider a very downplayed Forrest Whitaker role. Is he the captain guy? He's the general, yeah. Yeah. Has full-on Forrest Whitaker eye going the whole time, though. Uh, I don't know what that... I don't know why he has his eye like that. I don't know if it's like a stroke or something. I really don't know. That's just his eye. Oh, is that... <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I don't know. Do you do I, that? Just, it's not to be a story reason why his eyes like that. No, not a story. Like he just in every he just yeah. ha- is that way. So I don't know. Um. So yeah, I guess I'm gonna read the back of the box, and then we'll get into more of this movie. Oh man, the back of the box is awful on this. It's the inside of it better. Oh my god, no, it's worse. <laughs> oh, the inside just like part. A lot of text. It's so small and weird colored. It's gray. Oh wow. So gray. They don't. They just don't like like people. Is what happened. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, they already knew no one was buying this movie, so they said, just fucking do whatever, <laughs> man. I think it's Ingrid, okay. you got a physical copy. <laughs> like, we probably want to do digital. <laughs> okay, let's see, let's see. Critics are calling Arrival the best film of the year. No, they're not. When mysterious aircraft, <laughs> spacecraft sorry, touched down across the globe, an elite team led by expert translator Louise Banks races against time to decipher their intent. As tensions mount between fearful governments, Banks discovers the alien's true purpose and, to avert global war, takes a chance that could threaten her life and quite possibly humanity. Oscar nominee Jeremy Renner and Academy Award winner Forrest Whitaker co-star in this stunning, stellar performances with a mind-blowing ending that you will (laughs) want to see again and again. By the way, that entire last sentence trades off quotes from different reviews, it looks like. Each one's one one word. I'm not like even look at the back of this fucking box. If you can <laughs> even read that tiny ass text, it's just tons of quotes. I like I like Oscar trademark nominee Jerry Remnard TM and Academy Award TM winner Forrest Whitaker TM co star. Yeah, man, when you're in the back of the boxes, you really gotta read past all that bullshit legal jargon. There's like five asterisks on each of these quotes. I know what I'm saying it's real silly. <laughs> Wow. Also, the fucking gall to put, like, mind-blowing ending that you're going to want to watch many times on your own fucking movie. I'm going to say, I didn't see the ending coming the first time I watched it. I don't know about you guys. I mean, what what point can you, like, say you saw it coming? Like, halfway? Mm, is that is that too late? Halfway, fair, I would say. It's... Halfway seeing it coming, I think, is... Which about, I like, didn't. I don't think I saw it coming until, like, I don't think I even realized what was happening, actually, until a very specific part. I'm going to maybe that's why I drive, like, this movie. Three but... minutes prior, does that count? <laughs> <laughs> like, while you're watching it, like, I knew I saw this coming, I'm watching it right now. There was, there was like, a specific line in, like, around halfway that I was like, okay, I see what it's doing then. Huh. Like, we'll go over that when we yeah. talk about it. Uh... So yeah, I guess let's jump in to Arrival. Uh, I get, I do have a question, actually. Uh, Rocky, have you seen Dune? I haven't. I know you saw Blader in 2049. Heck yeah, I did. I watched that with you. Yeah, yeah. you were on this podcast awesome. for that. Yeah, you just, you showed me both, actually. It was Almost pretty dope. as good as the first one. Mm, oh, man, actually, was, those movies better. were amazing. Let's it's talk so about good. those movies. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> 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 uh, just because so, I feel like Denis Villeneuve has a very particular style to his directing. 
and this kind of fits very in that like very dry uh very kind of matter of fact directing style i think uh which i really enjoy and i think mileage may vary on how much you enjoy this movie depending on that so i was just kind of curious actually E, I know. Yeah, like I, I like that you'd even, like, pretend. I know you haven't seen Dune, <laughs> and I know you didn't, like, uh, 24-9 as much as the first one, yeah. so. Uh, it's not a bad movie. I just think the first is a lot more interesting. It's good stuff. It's good stuff all around. All right, so this movie, very, very basic story. Aliens arrive on Earth, Earth, Earth and we follow Louise, and she is a Linguistic linguist. professor. Yes. And you get a backstory at the very beginning, like she used to have a child and the child died of cancer. And you, she's real sad and it explains her sadness and how much wine she likes to drink and hang out. And she goes off doing her, her teaching, yeah. her professing. After that happens, we get to start the movie. After that, the movie does happen. I like this part because I think it it helps later. But whatever. Uh, I, I I don't know. Like it's hard to say because we watched the movie we watched. I really wonder about a version of this movie that doesn't have the whole child's life at the start, and you just get the snippets and pieces as it keeps going. I wonder if that'd be too confusing for people thinking like, oh, does she have this child now when like this is happening or whatever? But uh, it feels weird to me. I might have liked that version more, honestly. I actually I actually kind of disengaged when I saw those clips. I was like, Oh, it's gonna be this kind of movie. And I was like, I'm out. Like I was I was like out emotionally. I watched it because I was I was I was obligated to, but You're I was out obligated to. <laughs> that stupid contract that we all have to sign. I'm surprised <laughs> you got out of it for so long. You got like a whole year of freedom until he got you back in it. Well, I was, uh, yeah, I have no jokes for that, so we'll just move on. I don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> it was either he had to be on a podcast every week, he had to send me one jar of his semen that I could do whatever I wanted with, so I just got a fridge full of Rocky semen. That's a, that's a ridiculous amount of semen for, like, anything. Yeah, I don't think it keeps very that's well like, either. It's like cow bull level of semen, and that's a month? Jesus. Yeah, four jars a month for, like, a whole year oh at this God. point. I don't think you can get that out of a cow. <laughs> Or a bull. <laughs> I'd be impressed horse. if you could get that out of a cow, considering all cows are yeah, female. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you. I mean, there's actually other issues there. If you're extracting that from a cow, <laughs> I'm like, you could cut out the middle, man. You could just go directly to the bull if you'd like. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, uh, she is professing. The aliens arrive. The world freaks out, kind of. Not really. They're pretty calm about it, all things considered. I mean, what do you do? You just, like, start screaming and, like, run down the street? I mean, I feel like they missed the realistic part where a bunch of people would just say that it's fake. You know, just everyone's mm-hmm. around like, no, those aren't aliens. There's none. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> guess that, that, that would be something that would be happening, I guess. Uh, it's just funny, like, from a, like standpoint of a movie that it's like the big thing happens and no one gives a shit almost i think that when this movie came out we were in a very different world politically and socially what year was this movie 2016 it came out so it was made in 2015 yeah so this was pre-trump uh so i think that was a big change socially when that happened but uh so yeah she's going about her business and 
Forrest Whitaker comes to her office one day. It's like, hey, you did translating for the military once. Look at this. Listen to or not? Yeah, it was like, hey, you translated Pakistan once. Can you just translate this animal noise that we found? (laughs) What's this tiger sound like to you? That was that was so whack to me. By the way, I was like, how is translating a known language like the same for like? translating like an alien yes like, I, I felt like like i i get like she's the expert but it's like it's like going to mcdonald's and because you go there for like because people can like cook burgers very well and be like hey i heard you're good at cooking burgers pick up that broom let me see what you got can you sweep that floor <laughs> yeah it's like yeah i do that but that's not my why you're coming here you know? yeah. which it's... louise is also like I can't just fucking figure it out by listening to one audio thing that I don't even know what I'm listening for. Like, I gotta be there. I gotta talk to him. I gotta see stuff. He's like, you're a fucking idiot then. We're gonna go talk to the other guy. And she's like, ask him what the word for war is. <laughs> in a very specific language. <laughs> sure. Sanskrit. <laughs> yes, in Sanskrit. Um, Which I think that's like a fun moment. I don't know how like Accurate. true or real it is, but it's a fun moment, I feel like. Um. Because uh, she's sleeping one night, and then Whitaker comes to her house. He's like, all right, pack your bags. You have 10 minutes. Well, I'm like, did you ask him? He's like, yeah, he said it's about going and finding all the weapons. It's like, why? What do you think it is? We need more cows. It's like very different translation kind of thing. I think it's supposed to be like, what is the mindset of the person depends on what the translation means I mean, kind of thing. That's also just kind of how language works is things don't translate very well sometimes. Yeah, totally. Uh, so she's on the job. She gets into this helicopter, starts getting flown away, and in the helicopter, uh, Jeremy Renner's in there. She's like, hey, what's up? Who are you? What's up with you? He's like, can you do advanced calculus in your head? He's mm-hmm. like, no, can you... Fuck speak- off? <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what the conversation kind, was. Kind of, actually, yeah. <laughs> uh... They get along pretty well right away, and then they're off on their adventure to go and look and talk to aliens, or at least attempt to do so. And I think, like, I honestly think that this whole intro is really fun, because it's all very mysterious, and you don't really, like, understand anything that's going on, I feel like, or, like, putting yourself into the character's shoes anyway, I think. <laughs> it's kind of like, like, you're the you're the master agent, and we need you on this one, like, just on its head. It was like the same concept. Like, you're the very best there ever was and ever will be, and we need you, and you need to pass our test. And, like, the tests were very underwhelming, and I was just not. <laughs> we need you to pass our test, and then you look, and it's like, spell cat. Oh, man, fuck. Which one? I was like, this is whack. <laughs> like, 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 I would get they were having, like, like, sat down and, like, talked about, like, the nature of, like, language building or something. Like, understanding, like, how that even develops. But I was like, hey, you translated this. That was pretty dope. It's, so it's like... It really is so funny, like, how quick it's like, hey, Pakistan? Uh, yeah. Alien. <laughs> uh, I can, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, would you pass up the opportunity to speak to an alien? I I probably would. I'm not gonna lie. What? Why? Because what yeah, if I... I don't know what they say and I screw over the entire world? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Oh, yeah. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about the whole world. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Okay. 
Are we expect like do we have the same skill set as uh, she did, or do we just have our current skills? Skill <laughs> current skills, maybe I would, because I could be like, I don't know what the fuck it's saying, but it sounds neat. I don't think my answer changes either way. <laughs> sounds Honestly. like a beluga whale. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Honestly, it wouldn't change for me either. But I would just play into it, like Rocky. You're you're the you're the very best uh, linguistic specialist that ever was, never will be. I'm like, yes, I know this, and they. Like, <laughs> I just like sit there and be like, yep, yeah, okay. It wants a hamburger. Hold the mayo. That thing is straight up sabotage. He would get like the whole world killed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we brought it. What now? Now you guys leave the room and turn off the cameras. I need to give the hamburger to them in private. Uh, and then when I'm done doing that, you can come back. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Like you, everyone needs to leave. You like shut like the cameras off and everything. Like, look, I know you're aliens, not stupid. You know what I'm saying? You gotta help me now. They think I know what you're saying. Please, God. I really, I'm just fucking hungry, man. <laughs> Stop shooting circles at me and then just use words. I'm a goddamn linguist. You think I have money to get food? <laughs> I will, t- I will give you guys some of this if you help. <laughs> <laughs> not all of it don't be selfish <laughs> that, is, that was that was a lot of shade there like I'm a, a damn linguist you think i can buy food I, i'm just saying i don't know what you That's pay right. linguists for other than like translation and if she just could just pick up government work out of nowhere i feel like she probably doesn't make a lot <laughs> Yeah, eventually it's like, well, you know, we're going to run out of work. There's only so many languages we can translate. Yeah, we need to do Tower of Babel before we can keep going. Uh Yeah, so, back to the movie. She (laughs) is in the alien ship, and she says she, like, wants to teach them very basic things. And the general's like, well, we just got to get down to it. Just ask them what their, uh, their purpose is on Earth. And she breaks it down, and she's like, okay, well... First, we have to make sure they know what a question is. They have to make sure that we know what they know they are themselves without being the whole of the aliens. We have to discover if they are conscious, Yeah, which is the third thing that's most important. Third thing most important. <laughs> uh, it's like, and then we have to figure out if they even have a purpose or if they know what a purpose is overall in life or just on what their job right now is. Okay, stick to your weird yawn word or whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fine, go to your kindergarten homework assignment with yeah. them. Um, and then most of this movie until the third act, like almost all, half of the first act and most of the second act is literally just in this ship. Yeah, they just back and forth between teaching it some stuff and then being like, we we need to deduce what information we can gather from the alien speech that we have discovered. Yeah. I really enjoyed this part of the movie though. I think it's To fun. me this was the the best part. Yeah. I think it's really fun. I, however, I will say I was emotionally attached to the character from the beginning. Um so the ending I think does work for me a little more. I could see why you wouldn't be emotionally attached because it doesn't really give you much to attach to. I was emotionally attached to the aliens. They were really cool. They look like squids. I was also emotionally attached to the aliens and I was rooting for them to destroy all of us. Yeah. I, and I, I was really hoping. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this movie actually reminds me of? Watch yeah, me. Did you guys see Independence Day, the first one? No, with Will Smith? Yeah. Yeah. 
There's a scene where like there's an alien behind glass and there's smoke everywhere and they keep trying to talk to it. It's like a two minute scene. Then the alien like no, there's just smoke in there. And then like the alien breaks out and kills everybody. This is like the first thirty seconds of that scene, but for a whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And also like these aliens are like way scarier. Like if they wanted to, they could. It'd be really interesting to like watch one of them like use their like. What are those called? Like Tenic- barnacles? What is that? Tentacles? Ten- like a tentacle, but then the thing at the end, isn't that called something? Suction oh, cup. Regardless. <laughs> suction cup. It's suction cups. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it would have been very interesting to watch like one of them like grab somebody's face with that and just like rip them away. Yeah. I was like, man, that'd be so cool. Obviously, cool. that's not what happened. But no. Yeah, if this was like dope. a full horror movie though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, the last the last act. It it could it really could be a fifty fifty if it wanted to be a horror movie or not. Yeah, <laughs> it could have easily have just had them escape after the big thing happens. Yeah, it, it absolutely could have. Uh, I and then I guess I'll say because it's during this part is when I was like, okay, I see what the movie's doing. It's because there's a specific line when they show like they make rings for their language and it's like non-linear cyclical kind of language and they're like, it's like if you had to write with both your left and right hand and to the center and something and they're like. It's almost as though they can see the answer before they see the entire question before it comes. I was like, oh, okay, so right. they, like so perceived like, time, like like Doctor Manhattan got it. So like the yeah, the way that they say it is like it's the way that they write their sentences out. These like one symbols are complicated enough to be these very complicated long paragraphs of words put down into like this kind of emotion. They don't perceive thoughts like we do in sound. They perceive them in just time basically and so it's like in order to write the word out writing from both left and right at the same time they would have to know where it starts and finishes and this all the space in between to know exactly what they're writing um which is crazy which is crazy that is super just cool. mind-blowing super yeah. fucking cool the amount of like i don't necessarily know if intelligence is the right word but there's something there that like humans just don't have because we do see things so linear so a big part of our process is we edit as we go, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. we can't see both points. And even if we did, it wouldn't matter. We'd still mess it up. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it, it blew my mind. I was like, wow, that that alone shows you just how advanced they are, like as a, as a species, that, that their language, you know, yeah. which I don't even know if you can. I think that they called it something else. What was the type of language? Do you recall what they said? The they kind said of like non-linear Euclidean or something. <laughs> I don't remember something what they like said. That. They for sure say non-linear. Yeah, they do say non-linear, yeah. They say non-linear, that a lot. yeah. That yeah. was the word I understood. I didn't understand <laughs> the, actual, <laughs> the actual one. Um, but yeah, that was so mind-blowing. And that was that was really cool. And that was just actually just even being given a platform of entertainment to even think about those kind of concepts was extremely stimulating. Yeah. Um I was like, "Wow, I've never even actually you know, considered this." Yeah. You know, you they you hear people talk about it. You hear people talk about like the variation that can be in like life forms and how we communicate and stuff, but to actually have it displayed in this way was very impressive. Yeah. I'd say. I think the aliens are easily the best part about this movie, I would say. Oh, absolutely. Um I do like that. I like their language and stuff. I I mean, even just the weird way they just blurt out ink and form into a circle somehow is pretty neat. It's really cool. I think the like their whole visual style is super, super cool, actually. Um, so I guess spoilers. 
for arrival. Mm-hmm. Um, they arrive. They arrive. They arrive. Crazy. Uh, at some point, because all of the countries and nations are together on a video call, twenty four seven. Just twelve of them. All their allies, I guess. Right. All the allies are just twelve of them. Whatever. Just twelve <laughs> of them on a video call, and it's like Russia, China, Russia, China, Japan, Australia, uh, the United States. They they only put one in all of North America, which is you know it seems kind of rude. It's fine. Uh, kind of rude to do it to Russia and China, considering their landmass. <laughs> I would I, I would be very salty if I was China. I was like, we have like half the world population. Yeah, this is an outrage. <laughs> uh, India and some other ones in like the middle of the entire world. There was one in Africa somewhere. Yeah, Sudan, uh, and they're just all on a video call, twenty four seven, just giving each other all the information that they're finding and how they're communicating with them. I think it's really like kind of fun how like everybody tries to communicate differently. Like uh, China and Japan, I think, are playing Mahjong with Just it. China. So that's the thing. You say that. All we know is China used a game. Yes. And theoretically, everyone else just tried to talk to it, and then America tried to teach it how to read and write. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think you're the doing a little bit of heavy lifting for the movie. Maybe. <laughs> the most we get from Russia is like the intense gunfire later in the movie. Yeah. yeah. For their form of communication. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe that's what they did. They just kept shooting at it and then like the aliens just kind of <laughs> mimic the sounds. Honestly, maybe. Who knows? That uh, would actually be really interesting. Yeah. Um, Japan like gave it one of their comics, and then it got all crazy after that. It's like, oh shit, we can just do that with our tentacles. <laughs> That's what we're supposed to do. Oh geez, oh, and they left immediately. <laughs> we only had eleven left. <laughs> like, whatever. Never mind. This is a this, this is, is a lost cause. All twelve get up and leave. <laughs> we were like, I was fucking weird, huh? <laughs> That's what they want us to do. <laughs> um. Yeah, so at some point, uh, Russia and China are basically like, you know what, fuck this. We're not sharing any of the information we got. Yeah. And they all kind of get the same information at the same time, it seems like, because the U.S. gets information that's like what, because they're told they have one last call or like one last visit with the aliens. Mm -hmm. And so they go up and they ask, what is your purpose on Earth? And they just say... um, Give weapon. Yeah, give weapon. Question mark, no question mark, don't know. Just give weapon. And it seems like everybody kind of got that same type message. They all did do something similar. Yeah. I still, like, it's a neat idea that it works. I still question how playing Mahjong would, like, get you any information at all. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> like, how Mahjong works or, like... It's, it's like, solitaire, kind of. It's like poker and solitaire and, like, 50 other games... It's it's basically a card game you play with like dominoes. Hmm. But I don't like I don't know how you would get information from that. You could deduce intelligence probably. Okay, sure. We did de- <laughs> we discover it can play Mahjong. Now what? A spaceship. I mean, what more do you need to deduce <laughs> yeah, for intelligence? That's a good point. Again, <laughs> you play one of our games. <laughs> <laughs> you see in Japan they're like, this is a Famicom. <laughs> What well, what would you do if they landed and they were absolute imbeciles? Like, okay, you guys didn't fly here. You were sent here. This is clearly like this thing's like on an automated system. The, you guys are all on a short bus. That's this. what all of these. Look at are. these fuckers. They can't even play chess. 
<laughs> fucking dumbass. Um, so yeah, everybody cuts off communication with one another. Mostly because of Erica, because she was like, wait, we don't even know if this is true. And they're like, fuck you. Bam, system's down. And everyone's like, well, okay, I guess we're going offline. Yeah, kind of. Uh, not Erica, Luis. Who's Erica? America. Oh, America. I thought you said Erica. I was like, there's no Erica. In this One place. Erica, yeah. That's that's who I said. And Erica. <laughs> um, so yeah, they all shut down. And then she tries to go and talk to them again. But at this time... There's been this side plot going on that yeah. a bunch of the military people are like... They're watching Alex Jones. They're, essentially, they're watching Alex Jones, actually, yeah. And they're like, okay, we gotta blow these aliens up. Inside job, we gotta go in there with a bunch of C4 and just fucking get rid of these motherfuckers. And so they do. But at that same point, Luis and Jeremy Renner, whose character's name I can't remember. Michael. My, Mike, I maybe. Know, I don't like know. That. I really don't remember. It's a generic white name. Yeah. Uh, go into try and talk. I don't know any of the names, honestly, for this movie. I just know the main lady. I remember movies. Abbott and Costello. Yeah, Abbott and Costello, the two aliens. Oh yeah, those two. Yeah, for sure, they were the main characters, really. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, so <laughs> sidetrack too. I really like that they're like trying to deduce how to like find their names and stuff, but they just give them a name. Yeah. <laughs> so it's but, like that's not how names work. You don't you don't give someone else a name. Sure you do. Mm-hmm. That's not how names work. They have a name. You can't just be like, all right, your name. What's your name, Jariah? No, uh, it's, it's Sam. No, man. There's maybe plenty we of- always intended in our hearts that we we like turn them into pets. Like those look like squids. <laughs> They'd fit in a good aquarium, like a water world or something. We can have them doing flips. Oh uh, no! Get <laughs> a tree of his bad shampoo. Listen, I'm all I'm gonna say is. There's people in my life that I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say fuckface, and everybody in my life knows I'm talking about fuckface. So you can get totally get people's names. That's not how it. Works. I don't know. You don't. You don't just like. Hey, what's your name? Uh, too bad. Calling you fuckface. Yeah, you can do that. There's, there's another element to that. Usually, people don't like. Like, there's usually a consensus. Like that person goes, "Yes, I like that name," or they don't. Yeah. And. Like did we ever? Did they ever ask them if they're okay with those names? Do they? Do they actually understand? I'm sure fuckface, whoever that is, Dryad does not know that they are titled fuckface. They're, I highly doubt that someone's like, oh yes, fuckface. Good, good, touche. I don't know. I'll send it out in the corporate email. We'll see. Fuckface was my father. Just call me fuck. Um. So yeah. Then you start to, well, after this bomb goes off, actually before the bomb goes off, she's up there and she like touches the glass or whatever material it is in between. They said them. glass. so They say glass, but. I guess it's the aliens thing. Yeah. It's so like it's something. Their own containment away from humans. And so she touches that and she ends up writing in the ink and kind of gains a primal understanding of the language. And I mean, she already kind of is understanding a bit, and it's affecting her. Yes, but this is like the big moment where she's like, oh, it all clicks. I know the language for sure now. And she writes no, out I, her I thing. think you pegged it. Yeah. Primal. I think you pegged it with that primal. Yeah. And so um, she writes out a thing, and then the bomb goes off. The aliens save her and Jeremy Renner. And uh, when she wakes up is kind of when the rails... Go everywhere. Yeah, China was like, all right, we're going to fucking kill these aliens in 24 hours. 
Yeah. Everyone else should also just fucking kill these aliens in 24 hours. Everyone's like, all right, everyone's killing these fucking aliens in 24 hours. That was one of the things that I hated so much. It's like this general consensus, like, well, they're fucking doing it, so I guess we got to do it too, because they might do it to us after they do it, so we'll just do it. Because they're going to think we're going to do it anyway. They're going to think we're fucking pussies if we don't do it. (laughs) That would be even worse. That would be even worse. They're making us look like assholes. We're the ones who should be killing them. <laughs> That's what they, they stole our idea. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be awful. Like you, you invest so much time to speak with these aliens, and then you just find out like your government was already planning to kill them. We just wanted to surprise them by thinking we wanted to learn. We were just biding time. We had we were making new bombs. To figure this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Oh, man. So yeah, this is uh, big spoilers for the end of this movie and kind of what this movie ends up really being about. So big on spoilers if you uh, don't want that spoiled for you. Uh, pause this, go watch the movie and come back. So what ends up happening is when you have this very primal understanding of the language fully within your within everything, you start to perceive time like the aliens perceive time. Which is all of it at once, basically. It's like Doctor Manhattan, kind of. It. It's really know. the closest thing. I it's don't think it's not quite necessarily yeah. the same because it's not actually experiencing all of it at once. It's kind of experiencing all of it emotionally, and all the snippets that are important that connect the tissues to each other in sequential order but not necessarily in sequential order from your beginning of your life to your end of your life it's whatever would be the most convenient thing for you to learn at the specific time you learn kind of yeah (laughs) so there's no proof that dr manhattan didn't only speak english (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna bring that up I mean, he never even bothered to learn another language, which, you know. And it's, that's kind of fucked up when you think about it. Like, he has all that time and he didn't fun. even think to. He could have. He basically just had to, like, be like, I'm going to learn a language. And he would have learned it by the time that's he's it. done. Never bothered. He literally never, hung he out in Nam. English. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, he hung out in an entirely different country and didn't pick up shit. <laughs> well, that's how you know he was an American in his heart. I actually, yeah, considering now we have, like, the internet and all this information, and we do the same thing. That just shows you how dedicated he was to not learning. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do Imagine it. Imagine you could have all the infinite wisdom in the world, and you just don't use it. I don't want to. I'm just not going to do that, I think. <laughs> you um, know, imagine Watchmen, but Dr. Manhattan was a linguist the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, like he actually tried. He just yeah. tried. Imagine if Dr. Manhattan tried. These are what these tetrapods are. <laughs> God, could you imagine how pissed like a huge Watchmen fan would be if you're like, man, could you imagine if Dr. Manhattan just like tried in his life? Like just really like was gung-ho about something. The man could do anything. Yeah, all he's he did like, was... I don't though, so why would I do it? <laughs> all he did was play with like the equivalent of atomic Legos. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. Like when you see him, he's just like, 
pulling things together and then putting them back together. It's like you've just been doing this all day. It's like a ma- You're not even yeah. trying to solve anything. <laughs> it's like a magic trick. Like once you see, it's it's all ruined. Once you know how it works. Once you know he's just pulling apart atoms, it's all ruined. <laughs> he's not gonna go w- through it. Go through a fix. He's like, I already know how it ends. So I don't want to do it. <laughs> Doctor Manhattan is a nine-year-old with a fidget spinner. <laughs> Oh, okay. So yeah, this movie. Arrival. So yes, she starts to perceive time in basically, yes, the most convenient fashion. Um that would work for her. And I, I think I don't know, I think that this twist, I guess I'll call it, it works for me. I think I think it's a pretty pleasing way to end the movie off. I think it's neat. I just I I didn't think it was like a groundbreaking twist because I just was like, oh, okay. As soon as they brought that up with the linguist, I was like, okay, that makes sense, I guess. I don't think it's groundbreaking. I didn't see it coming. I don't the box think. said it was. The box did say it's groundbreaking. <laughs> the box did say that. I'm calling the box mm-hmm. a liar is what I'm calling. I'm oh, not calling okay. you a liar. <laughs> I wasn't super impressed with it. I liked it, though, because I think just from a narrative standpoint, it from the beginning of the movie when it shows like, Hey, you used to have a kid and then kid died. And that's why I'm sad now. Like you, there's that second hand. Like I watch movies. I understand how this story is. This is past. Now it's present. And then it keeps going on. It's the thing. So the fact that the movie's like, actually that happened, that happened way later in life. I think that's fun. Personally. I think you're, I think you were right earlier that, um, it required, and actually this is E, this is probably why they did this. Cause we were just talking about this, but yeah. This is actually probably why they put that happening at the very beginning of the movie, because there's this level of emotional investment that you need to develop. Um, I can't develop that kind of investment in a character in like three minutes. Can't do it. Yeah. That's what they gave me. Like, you got three minutes to, to give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> this is a two-hour movie, okay? There's not enough time to do it during the rest of the movie. <laughs> it can only be here, you know? I think narrative... I mean, in- Go ahead, Rocky. I'm sorry, Dry. I wasn't going to... I was just going to say something. I don't even know what I was going to say, honestly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I think narratively, it would have been more pleasing if it were clips throughout it. Uh, but I think emotionally, I think it works better to have Well, the thing show. is, it is clips throughout it. There are also clips throughout like, it, yeah. And most of them are the clips they showed at the start. No, they're different clips. They're all completely different clips. I guess. They I are. don't know. I suppose. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't get why uh, her daughter ended up shaving her head. Yeah. And the, I think the she went through like a rocker face. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're, the dad's kind of, that's why I couldn't, like when I was like, oh, you're the dad, I couldn't really respect. I was like, dude, you shouldn't be upset and not look your daughter in your in her eyes because you know she's going to shave her head one day. Yeah, it's that's, like, it's, that's kind, it's really fucked up, really. <laughs> Oh, you guys suck. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I also think that, that that part's really good. Because, I again, I think from what Rocky said earlier, uh, just having that kind of narrative put onto you to let you have the thoughts in your head running, like, it's just, I think, mentally stimulating to have that thought of, like, what would you do? If you knew the exact ending of something, would you still do it? See, you know, maybe this is one of those things like you we've you've talked about this to me before about how you don't get into certain uh types of stories because you feel like you have the answer you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um 
I I've dealt with that enough where I'm like I don't I already have the opinion of I don't think it's fair to not try to do something just simply due to the fact you know how it ends for in the sense of like you don't live to die you just die after you live maybe not you baby <laughs> <laughs> um no but like I I agree with that but it's not even like about that it's just like emotionally is it worth going through the ups and the downs of this and you know you're going to have all these ups and downs when you know it ends in this horrible thing like is it still worth all of that well yeah that's the answer is no (laughs) (laughs) like for me just the answer is yes and there's no there's no more to that for me i don't think that's always true though i don't think that's always true because there's a lot of really complicated awful things in life sure I just I had mixed feelings about this movie and what she decided was going to be worth it like you know cuz her her daughter had um had cancer right that's yeah, the that's, impression they get yeah. yeah I couldn't imagine putting someone through that and that like they have to go through that and be like hey yeah I knew I knew this was going to happen to you 4 years of your life huh well hey I mean at least you get to try it you know <laughs> Yeah, you had 16 good ones. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you should be grateful. <laughs> I brought you into this world, and I knew you were going to be taken out. <laughs> and I outlived you, too. How, what do you think about that? <laughs> I saw it all. I saw it all. <laughs> but like, again, like, would you allow yourself to be emotionally invested into it? I don't know if you could, really. Not really. I would. I don't think you can. Or you I feel like I could. Yeah, because I, I, I feel like a lot of emotional investment we don't really have control over. Yeah, we don't really. You know what? What's that? What's that phrase they say that you don't choose who you love? You, you don't choose that? who to fall in love with. Something like that. I don't know that. if that's it's like, if that's like a poetic it. phrase. I made it up. Copyrighted Rocky. I feel like that's a real real phrase but even if it's not whatever um (laughs) you don't i don't think you always get to choose you know you don't i I, the the world doesn't just exist inside of the head sure you know sure um so i think yeah it would it's just it's gonna suck i just couldn't imagine doing that to somebody else you know what i mean like hey i knew this was gonna happen to you right which i think is like that's the part that i can't reconcile i guess narratively we should finish narratively instead of talking about like the the philosophy philosophy and theology um (laughs) so narratively what happens is you do learn that all of these flashbacks she's been having which are more frequent as the movie goes on as she learns the language more and more they become more frequent um but you learn that she wrote a book about this language later which helped her access once she like knew it in her baser levels this language and helped her have a conversation in the future, which is at the same time, but also the past, um, to the China guy uh, to say, like, I actually was about to blow everybody up until I got a call from you on my personal number. And he's like, this was my personal number. I know you need this. Here you go. Uh, and then she, in the our, what would be considered yeah. the present timeline, I guess. And he's like, tell me the exact words my wife said when I died. Yeah. And so she does, and that ends up stopping all the explosions like that, and everybody starts and, getting yeah, along. Yeah, you again. see all of the uh, news channels reporting on how everything's great in every language, including 
English, Russian, English, Chinese, English, 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 English. And yeah, so you learn all these flashbacks to her daughter and stuff like that have actually been flash forwards um, about like things that are going to happen later, which I think is fun because she gets, she like says stuff when she's coming out of her dreams. Um, and like people say things to her, like, you had a daughter? And it's just like, on your first watch, I think is uh, like weird, like, oh, weird, like people are just learning about her or whatever. But, like, for me, again, I don't, I didn't realize what was going on until like probably the last 15 minutes of this movie. Well, you know, not everyone can be as intelligent as me, I guess, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I also didn't know to the last, like, when it was at, like happening in front of me. And they're explaining it, and I felt nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I I thought that was pretty satisfying, that all of that. And then you learn that the dad, who was not in the picture on any of these flashbacks, because you keep learning that the dad had left, was Jeremy Renner's character. It was the other scientist that she was with the whole time. And Who could have guessed that the dad would be the only other male character that she spends a significant amount of time with? There's Forrest Whitaker. There's Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Uh-huh. I just don't assume that all of the narrative things in a movie are going to be within what they show you. So, I don't, I, it's not like a big, like, huge surprise, but like, I think it's a fun yeah. thing still. Um, yeah. So there are conversations that she has with her daughter at certain points, like, why did dad leave? And she's like, well, I told him a secret that I think maybe I shouldn't have told him or maybe I shouldn't have kept from him for so long. And I think it really hurt him and he didn't know how to handle it. So he left, which like totally fair. If you knew that your wife could like see into the future or like whenever, and then you have a daughter with her and like six or seven years into it, she's like, by the way, figure we're having some spaghetti bolognese right here. I figure this is a great time to tell you. Our kid dies of cancer in seven years. Can you so, pass uh, the Parmesan? How, <laughs> how much do you like your daughter? Like, long term, <laughs> can you see yourself being invested in her? Like, 30 years? 30, oh. Ooh, 30. Oh. That's a lot. Could you, could you make it 18? <laughs> you should probably make it 18. I also feel like with the daughter, they should have had a scene where she's like, I don't like, I don't like, I'm, I don't like asking all these sad questions. And she's just like, honey, this will not be the hardest question you ask me in your life. (laughs) Just like, see, like, mom, why do I ask so like very specific questions? I feel like they would be very important in a narrative. She's like, go to sleep. (laughs) <laughs> uh, shut up <laughs> why don't you ask what you're gonna have for dinner tonight which is nothing go to your room wasn't there a scene where she was like i i hope you die like to her she mom she just says or i was hate that, you. i hate you i hate it's, you, oh, I, hate you. I assume she that's said, i hope you die so i i would assume that's either when she learns she has cancer or I mean, just angsty teen, but like narrative wise, it makes sense. That would be either where she learns her mom sees the future and everything, or that she has cancer, well, or both. Her mom wrote a book about it. That's true. So that that's one thing that I do find nice is that even whenever there's a known language that everybody can just learn, capitalism is still <laughs> just out there and it doing its thing. <laughs> it's like, hey, you want to know the secrets to the universe? Ten ninety nine. 
<laughs> yeah. What was the book that she wrote? Just the language. Just the language about the language and how to learn it and why it's important. E. What? <laughs> and not E like E. <laughs> uh, it's just funny. Man, I didn't even realize that. That's kind of dirty. It's yeah, funny. Yeah, like... I would say like like she's they, they really emphasize her being like a linguistic like expert but they really don't emphasize her moral character at all which is poor yeah it seems very poor <laughs> very <laughs> she does make a lot of really not great choices in her life it seems. yeah all at once though all at the same time her, her best choice was stopping the world from ending and i guess you get a pass if you do that ultimately well she she obviously was invested like she's like, well, I'm a, I'm on this planet too, and I can't make that. That's book. true. That's true. <laughs> I can't make a million dollars if I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She has to pay for all that red wine somehow. <laughs> I don't know how expensive red wine is, but the kind she's getting probably very expensive. Yeah. She has I saved now. the world red wine. <laughs> <laughs> she probably has like a red wine named after her dead daughter that she sells. <laughs> Do you think do you think it would hurt the like taste of alcohol if you like f- foresaw the future where you have the hangover after drinking so much? Would that would that impact you drinking the alcohol dry? Would you would you not drink the alcohol if you foresaw how it's going to turn out for you in the future? I think I wouldn't. <laughs> I really hate hangovers and I'm super super happy when I drink and don't have a hangover. So, <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Do you think if um the main character saw anything bad happening to her for any of her actions. Do you think she would do those actions? Absolutely. Yeah. 1,000%. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think she'd do all the bad things. I think she'd do all the No. I think Rocky's asking what she like. What she tried to stop stop it. Yeah. I think that's what Rocky was asking. Um, Like if she knew she was going to do something that would give herself cancer, I don't think she'd do it. (laughs) Yeah. If she's like, sees in the future, she's like, Ooh, if I if I go into this lab here, I got cancer. I'm just gonna go to the lab tomorrow. We go to the lab tomorrow. I think. <laughs> I mean, a lot of that like depends on not to get like too real with the silly questions we keep asking. It really a lot of that depends on the question of could she actually influence the future and stuff. Because like to bring it back to Watchmen with Doctor Manhattan, he couldn't. He literally could not change the future. That was the biggest part about his character is that no matter what anyone ever did it's set in stone. So the question is like, is hers also set in stone? I assume it, I assume it would be, but that's just because of how I kind of view the kind of like future vision stuff that a lot of stuff has. I don't think so. I think you can in this, in this narrative, I think you can change the future because the key to the uh, Chinese, not destroying these aliens was from the future. Right. To me, that means the future was manipulated prior to the past being manipulated to change the future. Yeah, and plus the reason for the aliens being there is like, we need you to not destroy each other because we need you in 300 years. 3,000, but... I thought it was 300. I think it's 3,000, but that's the thing. How do we know the aliens just didn't know that in the future that humans help them finish whatever that's happening, so thus far, they have to go now? And in general, like, if they saw that, they'd go to the Earth for that specific reason. No, I just don't. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, I, I just don't think it was, I think if you... It just, it, it doesn't make sense, the uh, the ending with the general, was it, what was his name? General... Jeremy Renner? No, the... Not Jeremy. Oh, the, the general. The Chinese general. Oh, oh I don't fucking Chinese Xiong? general, man. 
Some I don't, I don't know. know, but anything I say is racist, so it, it's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I'm, it's, it doesn't make sense what happened in that whole like mind blown moment. If the future can't be manipulated, I yeah. feel like it makes more sense because the way that she got that information was he showed it to her in the future. So there can't be a future where that didn't happen because then she wouldn't have the information and couldn't get it into the future. Well, except for if you... That's if you're looking at time linearly, which the point of this is that time isn't linear. Time is circular, so the future is also the past. So she kind of looked at the past to save the future. It's kind of the idea. I don't... I don't even know what the fuck is going on. So I think if you're looking at it ha- linearly, I think E's right. The future is the future. The future can't jump back to the past. But the entire point of this movie is that time isn't a line. Time is circular. So if time is circular, that means the future is earlier than the present. Well, I, I mean, again, we're getting so like, deep into how the time and everything works. <laughs> but like... I, it isn't inherently time is circular. It's they perceive it that way. Right. So you can have a linear timeline that gets bent around how you perceive it, and you see different parts at different times. That doesn't inherently make it nonlinear, well, I would argue. I think what it is is that from like the... Because the, the, they're making the argument that the way we view time is based on our linguistics in the yeah. movie. Or I'm not saying the movie's making the argument, but that's the premise of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that would mean that you can only ever see a line of that circle, which gives it the illusion of being linear. But when you're able to see the whole thing, that's when it becomes apparent that it's circular. Yeah. It's yeah. nature. Yeah, which I don't think... It, and then, I think, yeah, it's, it's not one linear line, I think. Uh, yeah, it would only look that way from a human perspective because we're only viewing like one piece at a time. But if you can yeah. see the whole shebang... But I don't know. I think E might have something there, too. I don't yeah. know. The, it's it's the, it's really hard to even think in this kind of this level yeah. of abstraction. The real answer you know? is the movie itself is not interested in these questions actually. I think it is. Not I don't think to this extent. I think to the narrative structure it does, but like I think the fact that this is the last like 20 minutes means that it doesn't cuz I think if the movie was truly interested, it would show us what happens if you try to change that. Because there isn't really a point where she tries to do opposite of what she sees. It's not about trying to change it. Well, that's my thing. Like, so we can't know if that's you why can she's or not. She's a terrible not. person. <laughs> that she didn't even try to like, because of that, we can't truly know whether or not she can't has that power. I think everybody has that power. Is the idea that's the kind of the point of the aliens? If everybody sees in the future and sees what all of their poor actions make they won't make the poor actions. Whereas that's why I think why is also so narratively crushing that she in the overall narrative chooses to save the world, but in her own personal life, she sees all the crushing things that are going to happen, but she doesn't want to miss out on the good things that lead to that. So she chooses to let the crushing things happen still. There is also the concept that they may not need to explain it to this depth only because I think Jariah nailed this earlier. Um, she has a very primal understanding of that language. And you realize that when she has to use that. I mean, early on, she has to use the machine. I don't know if she had to use the machine 
when I say the machine, the computer yeah. to develop it. I don't know if she had to use it at the end. However, something that's really important to note is there's that scene where the alien shoots all those circles yeah. at her all at once. And that shows just how much depth there can be where that whole thing is an explanation. And these, these aliens are curating individual circles to explain this concept, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that's, that, that kind of blew my mind. I was like, wow, what we think is like this, this is the, the amazing structure of this language is only like a minuscule aspect to that communication. Yeah, that's very true. You know? Like, in a sense, like, after learning all these complexities about the language, the last thing we learn about them, essentially, is that they were talking down to us the whole time. They were simplifying it for us. Yeah, so, like, that's what I think is also kind of fun, because this whole thing is us, quote-unquote, trying to, like, teach them our language, and, like, really at a baby level, we need to, like, make sure they know what a question is. Whereas, if you look at it at the other side, they're probably also in the same thing of, like, we need to make sure they know what fucking words are and what ideas are yeah. before we even give them a sentence. So like how one we- of them came down and started stripping. We need to make sure they don't get that concept <laughs> from us. <laughs> one of the big takeaways that the, like I would imagine those aliens could already very, very well understand le- like our language. And they're probably just like, yes, good job. Human. Got it. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I mean, yeah, that is, circles. that is basically what, cause at, there is a point where they just talk to them like normally. Yeah. And like the only reason that they basically give the circles is because they need, they need the the humans us to understand what they're trying to get to. They're saying. Yeah. Like if you look at it, like when she broke down, like what is your purpose on earth and how complicated that really is. That is the equivalent from our perspective to their perspective of them shooting all those circles at us. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. very very much the same, but theirs involves time and the delinearity of it. So it's a very different thing. Of like their language literally unlocks the ability to exist whenever and however, and our yeah. language is like Cheeto good. <laughs> and like genuinely, this this must be like a linguist dream to like yeah be able to f- find a language that is beyond our comprehension, basically. Yeah, I think the movie... That was cool. I honestly yeah. think the movie did think about this. I think that... And I, I'm, this is a different thing. I think that I have enough respect for Denis Villanueva and how smart of a filmmaker he is that I think he doesn't need to hold your hand and say, this is what I want you to think about thinking. I think that he puts a lot of concepts out there, and if you're interested in them, they're there, and if you're not, they're not. Yeah. I mean... I get with all I say, I don't I don't want to make it sound like I don't think that they thought they don't think about that aspects and stuff. I just think from like the movie's perspective, it doesn't I don't know if I inherently think it wants you to be like hanging on to as much as we both do. I don't know if it wants us to be having these arguments essentially about the passage of time and how time works and if you can truly do this and that and all that. But I mean, it is what it is like that is ultimately what the movie brings up. So I shouldn't inherently say that that's not their goal in a lot of ways, but I think I don't know, it's hard to explain. I guess in one way it's a bit open-ended about how those aspects should be gotten. And like the fact that we can ultimately have an argument about if time is linear or not due to this movie is something to be said. Yeah. I, I think this movie does a really good job on that. 
to get to the emo- emotional crux of it. If we must. Uh, I think the emotional points from Louise's standpoint of like, I know what's going to happen and I know it's going to be crushing, but I still have to do it. The closest movie that I could compare that to is a movie called About Time. You showed me that. Yeah, which I think is, on its head, a very simple rom-com about time travel and appreciating life. But I think it's actually like way more depressing and like much deeper than that, actually. Uh, it's really I, I highly recommend that movie to everybody. About yeah. Time is actually really good. As I sit on it, I enjoy that more than my initial viewing. I still have a couple issues with what it brings up. I think it does fumble a little bit. Sure. But... Yeah, that's a that's a neat movie. Yeah. I think that like emotionally they're very similar. Um you know, I I didn't feel the emotion. <laughs> I don't know, I wasn't like super I I think in general I don't have that like grasp on like what it's I don't know. I don't know how to explain it without sounding like a complete asshole. <laughs> in a sense. You know what I hate about it? Mm. This is what I hate about scenes when it shows parents with um with children. You see it from the parents' perspective, and if you don't already have a deep emotional resonance of like the symbolism behind it, I I feel like oftentimes it just those scenes naturally fail, at least to me. And the reason being is because a parent usually when they're playing with their child. Um, they're doing it because they love their child, but they're also doing it for the child's sake. And so you get that kind of like plastic feel in the scene because you're watching the the parent behave in a way they don't typically behave. They're catering to their child. But when you flip the scene to where you're where you're viewing it from the child's perspective, those tend to be more powerful for me to watch because to the child, it's more real, yeah. you know? And that's, I think, the reason why it didn't land with me is I just... I, I I disconnected from because there's like layers of like meaning that have to be there that just aren't there for me because I'm not a parent, you know. So I only I only catch the the plasticness of it, and it just feels very hollow. And I'm just like I'm not not really interested. Yeah, I uh I totally get that. I I think yeah. that's actually fair, honestly. Yeah, I I definitely I do think I agree with you in a way of like when viewing from the child's perspective, how much different. It is. I think I think that's a lot of things adults forget is just how big the smallest things are to children in a lot of ways is what a lot of that can boil down to. Like when uh I, I see a thing where a lot of adults think it's weird that children get upset by little things, but when you think of it from the child's perspective, that little thing is almost their entire world in a sense. Especially, like, in context of how little experience they have in the whole world. So, like, small stuff like the, like, playing with a parent and stuff is more matterful in in the inverse. Like, when a parent is very upset at you, it matters a whole lot because the parent is essentially your what your life revolves around. Yeah. So it impacts you a lot more. You can feel it in the story. There's just more at stake when you're following a child and the parent's upset because you know there's more at stake than when you're following the, the parent and uh, they're like, oh, so pissed at my kid. You're like, yeah. oh, what do you got to do? Kids suck. Why are we spending so much time? <laughs> well, like, on this I, I think this complete, that's completely true. Because like, a lot of times when I see it when from a parent's perspective in the kinds of stories, when they get mad at a child, you're like, I completely understand why the parent's so frustrated. 
But when it's from the, ch- there's not a, as many stories from like the child's perspective of when a parent's mad at you and you can't really like, one, you're not really emotionally mature enough to handle it. And two, like you don't have the perspective the parent does. They do have it in a lot of like, where like there's like child investigating kind of movies where like there's a mystery and the child yeah. has to solve it. And at some point it's usually a big part of the story where the parent finds out they've had enough of the child's shit. This is done, and it's usually like a bigger moment, yeah. Yeah. and it's usually like like everyone knows it's coming. Like at some point, your dad's gonna find out. He's gonna be pissed. He's gonna be real sorry about it later if he doesn't get killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending, <laughs> on the movie yeah is. depending on the movie, but yeah, that was, yeah. yeah, that's fair. Um, a movie that is that has that exact flow to it is what is it called? Eighties something. It's like a horror movie. 80s throwback kind of thing. The movie that kind of has that kind of feeling, Rocky, is a movie called Summer of 84. And it's like a bunch of kids, a group of four kids, watching their neighbor who they think is like the big serial killer in town. And then it oh, has wow. that big moment of like, you fucking stupid kid, get stop it. You're doing, you're, you're an idiot. Get out of here. Um, I think that that movie has a much darker ending. And I think it actually like fulfills the thing of like what every kid thinks will happen. So I think it's really good. I highly recommend that. Super dark ending. Super, super fucking dark ending. That sounds like a good movie. I can't believe that passed over my radar. When did that come out? Ooh. 1984. No, like 20... <laughs> 2016, 2017, I think, something like that. Oh, wow. I, I learned okay, there was so like a that. huge treasure trove of movies that came out right before or or during right? 2016 that I just never heard of. Phil, yeah, I'm not even same. kidding. Film was very different before the Trump era. It's very strange. It's very, very strange. It is interesting, yeah. It is it's very interesting. Maybe we'll have to bring that to the podcast. It's, yeah, I would, I would love to. It's really good. It could be the next time Rocky gets to be on the podcast again. I wanted to get oh, this? the 4K of it, but the 4K even used is like 67 bucks. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I think we should go into final thoughts on this guy and give our ratings. I don't know. I think we should spend another 30 minutes discussing how time works, actually. I'm, and let it, let it where we're just screaming at each other and then finally, <laughs> you know what the fuck you're talking about? <laughs> fuck you! Count to 60 right now! Count to 60! Count it non-linearly now! You don't fucking make any sense! <laughs> <laughs> right. And you say 60, so now you're fucking cheating! You have to go 1 to 59! <laughs> I, I love the idea of yelling at someone to count to 60 not linearly <laughs> just as like the basis of your argument <laughs> like but great. the funniest part is that's something that can be easily done you just count random numbers until you get to 60 don't repeat them <laughs> yeah yes that's difficult. how you count mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you go i can't do it i'm not an alien i'm not a tetrapod <laughs> I need a I'm, I'm not a hexagon, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, final thoughts. E, we'll go with you first here. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a weird movie. Ultimately, I I really there aren't a lot of movies that really are trying to go for what this goes for in a good way. I would say, I think it's very uh bold and inventive the way it goes for it. I don't know if I always am on board with it. I think it I do still think it's kind of a little too long. I think you could cut some of the first two acts potentially. And then I I don't know how I feel about the execution of like showing all of the child stuff right off the bat 2 minutes just go through it all and then start the movie. 
It, it, I don't know. It's like you have to like read a four word before you actually read your book. <laughs> uh, but like it's it's really interesting. I think the movie is at its best when it is basically just a linguist's wet dream. <laughs> I think that genuinely is the most interesting part. I think the aliens are usually the most interesting part. I think it has the thing of a lot of modern uh, kaiju movies where. It's really fun when you're not doing all the human drama stuff. I don't think the human drama stuff's bad. I would definitely put this above uh, other kaiju type stuff. This isn't a kaiju thing, obviously, but like you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. Uh, but like, I, I just it's so much more interesting talking to the aliens, which it's, no shit, obviously it would be interesting, <laughs> I guess. But uh, I, I think that's that's a lot of what I like for like the the last act is cool. But it feels like more grandiose than I feel like I want, which is a weird thing to say. Because it would be a boring as hell movie if it was just we talk to aliens for two hours and then they leave. <laughs> <laughs> My dinner with the tetrapods. <laughs> sure, yeah, dinner with. Uh, so in a yeah, in that way, it's like. I don't know. In a lot of ways, there's a lot I wish this movie was, but not. it's not inherently the movie's fault that it didn't do for that. Because the movie, again, is going for a very specific thing. Um, alien design is great. I love when aliens are just weirdos. Like, uh, we need more of that, honestly. I, I think people are like, nah, it should at least look like a person somewhat. And it's like, no, make it weird. Make it a creature. Make it something we can't perceive. Yeah. Um. So that's fun. I, I think this movie is such has like a really strong middle, and then like the front and back end of it, front and back half, <laughs> front and back ends of it, could like be something else. Personally, but I don't know. It's it's really hard to talk about in a lot of ways. Uh, I'll give it, I'll tentatively give it a seven, I think. Okay. Rocky. Wow. I think that my, um, my idea of this movie is going to very much mirror, uh, ease how, how E portrayed this. I actually think the, um, comparison to the, um, Kaiju is a fantastic comparison because that's exactly how I felt. Like I loved watching the aliens. I did not care about the people stuff. I didn't care that. China, Russia, United States were losing their minds. I didn't care. I was like, yeah, just put those aliens back on the, sc- the screen. Should have gave us more they aliens. What, about are, their language. what are the French aliens like? <laughs> How well at Mahjong yeah. are these aliens? <laughs> exactly. That's all I want to see. I just want to see the aliens. And I do think, just like he said, that it had an extremely strong middle. Or at least I feel, I don't know if you use those words exactly, but I feel like the, the middle was so fascinating. And it was just so like conceptually stimulating thinking about how that language works mm-hmm. um then how it how it kind of ties back into being human i didn't care about <laughs> you know i didn't care about that she had to put her daughter through cancer you know <laughs> and she's been looking cancer. at my choice i had to do i had to do it i had it because i don't want to be alone i want to get married and he probably wouldn't marry me unless we had kids so you know <laughs> Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> He's a mathematician. You know. He knows one plus one equals two. We got to have a two. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually our plan so that they only had one kid. Yep. 
that's true. That's probably exactly what happened. But with that being said, I think I'd also just give it a seven. I think, and it's really the middle saved it. The end, the 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 beginning and the end. Just I did not care. Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair enough. Points. I think I'm def- about to be like, but you're wrong. <laughs> uh, I think I'm definitely more positive on this. I could see why people wouldn't be. I do think that this is one of Denis Villeneuve's weaker movies, though I still think his whole filmography is super fucking strong. I mean, is your favorite of his 2049? Yeah, 2049 is fucking art. That That is, I think, a movie I would hand to somebody and be like, if they were like, films aren't art, but like, here, watch this fucking movie, you dumb piece of shit. 2049, huh? Yeah. What's that? Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, you were. You remember we were here. We talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do like this movie a lot. I There was a lot of critic buzz around it when it came out, but audience buzz didn't last much longer than the theater. I, I do like it. I do think I connected with the human stuff more than you guys, for sure, from the sounds of it. Not that like I know what it's like to have a kid with cancer. <laughs> or a kid. Or a kid. Or a cancer. Or have. <laughs> or decide to give a kid cancer. <laughs> Or to see the future, or <laughs> yeah, but like, I just find the entire thought experiment super fun every single time it comes up. Of like, if you knew the end of a thing, would you still do all the things? And my opinion, I think, changes depending on where I am emotionally. I don't think it's just a yeah, do the thing still, whatever. It's like, no, no, you change throughout your life, you know, not me, <laughs> consistent. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I always find that just. A really fun conversation and a thing to think about. We've never had that conversation. No, but I like have it with myself. <laughs> he oh. just has it with everyone else. I stare in the mirror <laughs> probably once a month and I'm like, would I have a kid and give it cancer? I think maybe I would. How right many now. kids would I give cancer before I I'd give up? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I, I like this movie a lot. I Again, I didn't see the ending coming until probably 15 minutes before credits roll on it. So it did kind of hit me with a, oh shit, kind of thing. So I would give it probably an 8.5. I don't think it's his best stuff. I don't think it's like must-see movie kind of thing, but I do think it is worth watching. So yeah, 8.5 from myself. Best movie about both aliens and time travel at the same time? No. No? What's the best movie about aliens and time travel at the same time? I feel like there's got to be another one, right? Oh, Interstellar. Well, Interstellar yeah, doesn't really have aliens. Has aliens. It? Yeah, Interstellar absolutely It does have aliens. aliens. When are yeah. the aliens? The... No, they're not there much, but they have a little they're bit. They're implied, of... more or less. <laughs> yeah. um, I wouldn't say it's about aliens, then, if they're just implied. Well, I wouldn't say this is about time travel, then. <laughs> So there we go. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even about time travel. It's about careening into the... This is like, if you knew you could steer your car away from that wall, wouldn't you just crash into the wall anyway? You were meant to crash into the wall. If you could change your fate, would you? <laughs> you know, this is this is actually all the trailers for Brave. We're actually just talking about this movie the whole time. Brave sucked, man. That worst Pixar movie. That is like a whatever movie. Worst Pixar movie for sure. Uh, I don't know. Cars Brave. Two is pretty bad. I've never seen Cars. Or 2. wait, no, is this Cars Disney seen, or just that's Pixar? Disney yeah. Pixar, I think, right? Cars Two is where it's like, what if we just made a spy movie with Mater? Right. 
What's Cars 3? What if we made an What if there movie? was a girl car? Oh. And Lightning McQueen cheats on other girl cars, and I don't fucking know. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never seen Cars 2, 3, or The Incredibles 2, so. I, I have seen Cars 2. As a kid, I liked it more. As an adult, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I think the answer is just all the Cars movies are kind of boring to me. Huh. You know. They are very boring. You know what's really good, Pixar? Ratatouille. Yeah, Ratatouille, Wally, Soul. Soul's really good. Soul's um, probably one of their best recent works, I would say. I think I still haven't seen Inside Out. Inside Out's really good. I think it's either Soul or Wally as like the best Pixar movie. I I've never seen Soul or Wally. What? I think with Wally I've seen parts. Like I know people are really fat. Yeah. And I think Wally ends up on the spaceship. I think I've seen like I think I've seen Wally and I just forgot about it because I was I didn't care. <laughs> so I think actually I did watch Wally. Uh, now that you mention it, I don't like Wally. <laughs> Wally's I really like the like I actually remember everything that yeah. happened now. <laughs> I really liked like the yeah. first half of Wally, but I'm like okay with the second half of Wally. Yeah. And then like I think Ratatouille is just a good movie through and through and fun. Yeah. Uh, I like Soul. Soul, Soul was really good. I Soul has the stupid thing where you, they have to just get mad at each other arbitrarily in the beginning of the last act. Yeah, it does have that. And like, so does Ratatouille, but I think Ratatouille is much better executed. It makes a lot more sense considering Remy is in fact a rat, and it's a lot easier just to get mad at a rat <laughs> for stealing food. Is it? Yeah. Is it easy to get mad at a rat for stealing food? Yeah, you're like, fucking rat, god damn it, get the fuck out of here. What if it's like, what if it's a rat that literally controls you and makes you an amazing chef? <laughs> I feel like you'd be like, it's cool, rat, you can have no. some food, dude. You're feeding the rat, like, you give it food. Yeah, it wants more food. Anyone that does anything it, for it you. It got all its rat friends. You don't to... mad at them when they take food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, stole all the, it got all its rat friends to steal all the food in your place. Yeah, it also made you a world-renowned chef. <laughs> I guess it'd be like a thing if you're training to be a chef and your instructor just went into your house with his friends. Yeah, imagine and like jacked all your stuff. Imagine you're training to be a chef and like your instructor brings twenty friends and they steal all your booze. Would you not be mad? Yeah, I guess you wouldn't be really happy. I wouldn't be happy, but I wouldn't be like, "Fuck you, dude." <laughs> you wouldn't? No, if he like, if, if he's the what, if he's he like the literal, if I have no skill whatsoever, <laughs> and he's the literal reason why I've gotten this far, I'd be like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm fucking useless, and you let me." Get by on your fame, so I guess this is your shit, actually. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, fair enough. Like All right, Ratatouille has zero flaws, then we have deduced. <laughs> I haven't seen that Ratatouille movie. Ratatouille is either. great, genuinely. Like, that's, that's, that is probably one of my favorite Pixar, or, yeah, yeah Pixar movies. Ratatouille's fun. It's definitely not my favorite. And then, I mean, it might be Soul, I think, actually. Dry, Dry doesn't it. like Incredibles, but I do quite like Incredibles. Yeah, Incredibles is lame. Good movie. I don't like Incredibles. Uh, I do like the. I can't even think of the name, so it's shitty for me up. to even say that I like it. No, I, I, everybody likes Up. Um, it's one of their more recent ones that had um, Chris Luca. Pratt and oh, f- what Trolls. Uh, that's DreamWorks. I've never seen Up Tom either. Middleton. Now you're just saying you haven't seen any Pixar. Now you're just trying to upset. <laughs> us. Yeah, I'm just being honest. I, I just I haven't dry. seen Up, Soul, Ratatouille. <laughs> you have seen The Incredibles though. I have. I've seen The Incredibles. Uh, Pixar just made the like. Ruby Gilman Aquatic Mermaid at Night or whatever. No, it came out in 22. Uh, Luca, then... Is it the Red Flounder? Turning Red. The Red Flounder? What? No, the Red Flander. The Red Flander? I don't think that's the What's real What's the movie? Red yeah. Flander? It's, it's no, a... it's called Onward. 
Oh. Uh, I think it's actually really good. It. Was that Pixar? I thought it was just Disney. No, it's Pixar. Okay. I think it's really good because the whole concept is like, what if your older brother didn't suck? So that's... I, <laughs> a dream for Jiraiya. A dream. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I actually really like Onward. Onward and Soul are, are maybe top tier Pixar. They, they really set Onward up for failure, though. They really did. They really, really did. Anyways, this is in the Pixar podcast. Maybe it fucking should be from now on. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> it would just be. I haven't seen any of it. I'm <laughs> just learning if, about if Pixar. If only there was a podcast <laughs> where the goal was to get people to like watch movies they haven't seen before. Do you want to do a side podcast, Rocky, where we just watch Pixar movies? <laughs> All of them from beginning Dude, to do end? Do you really think you're going to get me to not like if like that plus this podcast <laughs> and then the stream? What's really the chances I'm going to show up to that? Yeah, do, do the Pixar one, and once you get to Good Dinosaur, get me back on it so I can yell about how much I fucking hate the Good Dinosaur. Good Dinosaur's fine. Why don't you just do like a, a Pixar month? Because like four of your favorite Pixar. we've seen all Yeah, the we've Pixar. all seen all the Pixar. The only one I could do is... Uh, I haven't. Like, that's okay, true. yeah. <laughs> you want to watch four Pixar movies in a month? Sure, man. We'll do that. That sounds I'll fun. I'll do that. I might ghost. I might not. <laughs> <laughs> messed up. Show up. To that. Yeah, like each of us just choose our favorite Pixar movie. I guess in that yeah. situation, it'd be great actually. For every movie I ghost try watch is a horror movie without me being there. That's what it is. <laughs> and he brings me to it and gets upset when I'm like, I don't know. I thought it was funny. Oh, <laughs> Which man. has happened twice now. It follows. Just haunts me to this day. I still feel bad, but it's also so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened oh yeah <laughs> wait you watched it follows with them? yeah i watched it comes and i thought oh, it derived wow. showed it to me as a joke yeah we watched it for the podcast early on and he got into the podcast and i started praising it and talking about how much i really loved it he was shocked and he's like i thought you showed it to me because i thought you thought it was stupid <laughs> <laughs> I, I really i do generally feel so bad but it's so fucking that movie's funny. brilliant it's so i think brilliant. it's stupid i think it's brilliant. so dumb <laughs> I love it. What do you mean? Imagine if a, a, a sexually transmitted disease was following you to your death. Well, I don't want sex anyways, so there's already the scary well, concepts. That's actually, I, I guess you couldn't technically have that creature follow yeah. you with that. I'd be safe. But imagine it hybridized and it just chased after whoever. That'd be yeah, scary. Yeah. Like, like he sat on like a bathroom seat oh, or something. Shit. Again? I like, oh, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie's like a wacky comedy about the, the STD ghost trying to get a asexual guy to get haunted. Or what if it's like a cold sore it follows? Like you drink like a can of soda after someone else drank from it. You're like, oh shit. Damn it. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Alright, this is well in we're, a way. Yeah, we're getting so what was what's your rating? You didn't give uh, a rating. 8.5. I gave you 8. Oh 5. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's end this thing. E, yo, uh, we have a link tree. We do l a n k t r dot e e slash l o i p, which gives you a link to all of our social media, uh, all the places you can watch the podcast and or listen to if you normally do podcasts. If you're uh, listening to this, you already know. You're, you're yeah, already yeah. know. Uh, and our Twitch stream, which every Wednesday, every Friday, and many Mondays. Uh, every Wednesday, every Saturday. Every Saturday, I mean. Never Friday, Never actually. Friday. <laughs> so maybe Friday sometimes. I don't know. Uh, but we play video games Saturday. This upcoming Saturday, Robbie should be starting Anna 9 2. We, wait, we should stop promising it. It's he the Robbie should. curse. We have to stop promising He things. should be. Uh, and Wednesday, I'm up to bat. Uh, yeah. I'll be playing a thing yesterday. 
It's a secret. I don't know why it's a secret because Dry won't know it anyways. I don't. You could say anything, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's cool." Uh, and then Mondays when we do them is Rando Fidos, where me and D play random fighting games. Yeah. Um. E, thank Yo. you for joining me on this one. Yeah. Rocky, it is always a treat to have you on the podcast. Yeah, for sure, man. It was a good time. Thank you for being here. Uh, everybody out there, thank you for listening. We will be back again soon with more stuff. Talk at you soon. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Oh, bye.